You're listening to the Champion Green Podcast, helping local business to do better business. I'm your host, Sonia Lennon, and in each episode, I talk to leading Irish service providers and business operators for their advice on how SMEs can maximise their commercial potential and leverage the supports available to them. This week, we welcome Karina Gallivan, Property Specialist for Aviva Life and Pensions. Welcome to the studio, Karina Gallivan. You are Property Fund and ESG specialist for Aviva Ireland. We're going to need to know what that role involves. Great. Thanks, Sonia. Delighted to, to be here talking to you. Um, yeah, I'm a property fund and ESG specialist with e, with Aviva Ireland. Um, so basically, I work on a property fund. It's uh, sold to the broker market. So, you know, you can invest in a pension or an investment or savings plans. So you're basically amassing an investment to to be sold into the pensions market. Exactly. Yeah. So we have pension funds and investment funds that you can buy through your through the bro- uh, broker. And would I be right to assume then that these are all commercial properties. Yes, we uh, it's an Irish commercial property. So we've got commercial properties in retail. We've got uh, office and a small amount in industrial as well. So a mixture of properties, mainly based in Dublin. And we've got a small amount of properties then outside of Dublin also. And so as part of your role, ESG is, is a major factor. How yeah. does that come into play? It's really, uh, you know, growing in, in, in importance. And you can see it's, it's hugely important, particularly for the built environment. Uh, the built environment contributes to about 40% of global emissions. So it's a really huge, it's an area that you can make a difference uh, with regards to ESG. So we are looking at our properties doing, uh, you know, things like uh, looking at uh, from small things such as energy efficient lighting to bigger things like getting heat pumps or, um, you know, getting solar panels on roofs on some of the commercial buildings and we have retail parks as well and we're also looking at maybe the biodiversity initiatives within the retail parks planting more wildflowers there as well you know putting bird bug hotels you know bees at, at various sites uh, you know on roofs uh, and and the like so it's 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 a very broad area and it's certainly one that we can you know have have a great deal of of impact on as well it's amazing and i can only imagine that the sort of legacy buildings that you have to deal with nearly create more headaches than the newer buildings. You're right, absolutely. You know, the retrofitting of buildings is a huge task and something that is going to be very, very important in years to come. So, you know, a lot of the older buildings, you have very low BER ratings and it is, you know, we have a portion of those in our, our property portfolio and it would be for us to, to retrofit those buildings. And then we've got, a, you know, a large number of newer buildings as well. So these are buildings, I suppose, with a property, um, it would be you have embedded carbon within the the property that's from you know the concrete all of that and then you've got operational carbon which is looking at you know that the lighting the heating in the the building as well so those are two areas you can focus on and the biodiversity as I said as well that's that's another area that that we can impact. It's fascinating and I know that you have um, studied this further to kind of create domain expertise which is wonderful and and with that in mind then it, it kind of when you look at the partnership between Aviva Ireland and Champion Green it's such a perfect fit. Yeah, it's a great combination. It, it ties in with with Aviva's one of Aviva's goals, which is resilience in the community. So we um, we first started out with Champion Green uh, around 2000. Um, we, we've you know been delighted to be involved. We provide basically we have 60 properties in our, our um, 
uh, we have 60 properties in the commercial property fund. And at any any given time, we may have a, a small number of those vacant. So we're allowed and we've, we've been able to give some of those properties for use, you know, for in the community for a short period of time. And it's a way that we can give back to the community and very much ties in with uh, Aviva's, you know, um, community resilience goal as well. So that's, that's usually important to us. And do you think that COVID precipitated uh, this arrangement? Did it did it accelerate the importance of such a partnership? Yeah, I think it is. I think people now are thinking more about, so, you know, the, the generation, I suppose millennials are thinking more about what they invest their, their, their money into, their pensions. And the most impact you can have is not, you know, reducing the number of flights that you go on every year. It's actually through your pension. So if you're investing in a pension that's, that's looking into these things and trying to improve the carbon footprint, that will actually have a huge impact by, you you know, bigger than, than any, any other action that you can take. It's extraordinary, isn't it? We don't we don't yeah. tend to think about those consumer decisions as yes. having such an impact. But I suppose the longer that you are in a behaviour and the more forward reaching it is, the more impact it's going to have. So I can absolutely see how that would happen. Yeah. But you might just walk us through a history of the partnership because there have been some amazing brands. Yeah, we've we've had a number of brands. So we started out in 2020. One of our letting agents came to us and said, you know, the Kilkenny shop, this is the brainchild of uh, Marion O'Gorman, who, you know, I've had the pleasure of working with her on, on the judging panel for, for this, the, the Champion Green. And, uh, you know, we were delighted. We, uh, we did have the occasional vacant space that we could give to the initiative for short-term use. You're looking at maybe a six-month lease that properties otherwise we we would be you know properties that maybe are we're preparing to to redevelop or preparing them for sale so we can give them for a short term to the initiative and it really gives you know these small SMEs an opportunity to experience some really um you know fantastic locations within within uh, you know our portfolio we have the likes of say Jill and Jill in in up, uh, one of our uh, stores there in, in Grafton Street just on, on St Stephen's Green there and they really benefited from their experience they said it was like winning the retail lottery actually um, their sales increased when they opened and it was during COVID so there was openings and clo- closures at the time but even despite that they uh, when they opened initially I think their sales grew by about 50% so it really showed the benefit of a retail presence and the bricks and mortar presence, which they didn't really have previously. They uh, their main uh, source of, of you know they went to market online, so they didn't have the experience of being in a very high low you know profile location, getting to meet their customers. That gave them very you know significant uh, feedback from from their customers and brought them to a new audience that they might otherwise not have you know not have. Had discovered. And it's it's really interesting to me because Jill and Jill, for those that don't know the brand, work in artworks um, printed materials in various different products um, and, and you, you know, you would think that that is a, an item that could be sold pretty easily online but the, I mean I have definitely seen firsthand the benefit of having a, an interface with, with your customers, being able to understand them. Um, so when we first started Len and Courtney, we were yeah. an online only brand and, and we took um, a small unit on Stephen Street because we could see the demand was there for our customers to touch and feel and try yeah. on yeah. Um, and, and again absolutely to corroborate your point when we opened the physical store our online 
uh, sales shot up. Yeah. Absolutely shot up. So, and I, I think, you know, there are certain assumptions around how we do business that that need to be challenged. Um, and and we, we'll come to sort of the future of retail further on in the yes. interview. But you might talk to us about some of the other recipients. And just to reiterate for anybody who's listening to it, to to this podcast, this is a gifting opportunity. So um, there is no cost to the winners of this program. Yep, there, there, there is no cost. They're getting a unit free of free of charge. So it's, it's, you know, get they're they're getting to explore this 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 really you know great spaces with, without having overheads, and they're just seeing does does it work for their their business or not. So I mean, Jill and Jill were were you know as I said they 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 experienced a huge uh, online growth uh, and in store uh, when they opened there. So so that it was they they've described their experiences overwhelmingly positive. Um, we have had other stores. We've had Amber Eyewear in Blackrock Shopping Centre. They got on very well, and we had um, the kind out in BlackRock as well. So for any uh, hungry brands who love the sound of this initiative, yes. um, there's good news and bad news. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the bad news is this, this year's competition is already complete. The good yeah. news is there will be one next year. But yes. this year's winners, slightly different profile. It's a yeah, different profile and it's a different uh, process. So we picked the, the, uh, the, the people that are going into the store from uh, previous year's runners-up. So we have... This year, as opposed to having one and putting, you know, one person in the shop, because we have this great store on Clarendon Street, it's a huge uh, unit over 2000 square feet. So we actually have space to put more than one in the unit. So we have five different companies that are going into uh, five different SMEs that are going into the unit there. So we've got um, Reusey, their wellness brand, Bio Wellness. You may have heard of them already. Um, Little Light Jewellery. So they've got gorgeous uh, jewellery pieces with a meaning and there's poetry associated with with the jewellery as well. Jando, they would do art prints. They have the Poolbeg chimneys, you might have seen them, and Sarah Wickham art as well. So there's five really, you know, promising brands that are going in there, which should make for great collaboration as well. So I think that's going to be hugely important that we see, you know, the collaborative collaborative effects of these five brands and how they get on with each other. And that'll be hugely interesting to, to, to see and how they get on. And I can tell you from my experience, certainly in building networks of entrepreneurship, you know, you haven't even begun to quantify the value of that above and beyond the yeah. capacity to sell in a physical space because that co-learning opportunity, unlocking collaborative powers, it, it will be really amazing. Yeah. And I, I know, you know, Dublin has a very specific specific uh, profile as a shopping destination and it has always traditionally been quite difficult for a single brand yeah. to create enough of a draw for for a, a buying community so to have those five yeah, fabulous they're, they're kindred brands together draw, it's wonderful a real draw a great location there on Clarendon Street and it's you know the creative quarter of Dublin is how you uh, uh, it's 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 known because it's such an array of different boutiques and shops and uh, so it's it's a great a great opportunity for these five brands and i think for 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 both sort of uh, local and and tourism uh, customers it's also a way to to showcase independent uh, businesses as yeah. opposed to the behemoths of international exactly. high streets all over yeah. the world and to really create a, a uniqueness and preserve a uniqueness in Dublin. I think it's yeah. absolutely these, wonderful. These are brands that we mightn't otherwise see in the in Dublin city centre. So it's great to have them on board. Um, and as you said, for tourists, especially just getting to see small Irish businesses is, is phenomenal. 
I think we're, we're sort of duty bound at this stage to say, you know, I'm sure there's people listening and business owners listening and designers listening who are thinking, I would love that. I would yeah. love to be gifted a physical space to sell my wares. Mm. But I suppose there are key considerations before yeah. you enter into a leasehold, whether it's gifted or whether you're paying for it, you must have seen um, instances where it hasn't worked. Yeah, we have. And we, we've we seen it through Champion Green uh, as well. And, you know, not every business is sustainable. And that gave, we did see one opportunity. Not every business is sustainable in a retail space. In a retail space, exactly. So we did see one business who did try it out and we were able to give them the opportunity in a high profile space and it didn't work out for for the brand but they got huge learning. So rather than taking on, you know, a long-term lease, uh, they they ha- were able to figure out per- pretty early on that the, the business uh, wasn't sustainable in a physical retail space and that, that you know, perhaps additional paying rent uh, wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have worked out either. So Because it's, it's yeah. I, I mean, I came very close in in the start of my career to, to signing a lease and, and taking a premises, a very small premises at the time. And for one reason or another, it didn't happen. And I remember a great sense of relief because it is a huge responsibility. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, you're, you're looking into a world where you're suddenly, you have the responsibilities of a leaseholder, but also of utilities, of staffing, yeah. of, of understanding how to market your yeah. business. And, and these are all brand new skills that don't live in the online space. There's so much to consider. And a lot of up and coming SMEs mightn't have considered all of these things. And they really do. They need to have their work done before they enter into a space and sign up to a lease because it's a huge undertaking, as you've said, Sonia. Yeah, but yeah. also, I suppose, a huge opportunity. I, and and I, again, thinking of our listeners, what is the process? So we, we've established that this year's competition is closed, signed, sealed, delivered. Yes, yeah. um, is there is there a way for people to stay abreast of, of when the next opening is? There is, yeah. A champion, just if you follow Champion Green on Twitter, if you uh, there is a website online and that will give details of any you know future competition. So we generally tend to do it each year around this time of the year. So um, by all put means. Put the marker you know, in your diary. Yeah, put the marker in the diary. So yeah. It's, and um, so when did applications open? Can you remember? Um, applications. So this year we chose differently. So we picked from previous winners, but applications usually open around this time, maybe June, July, August time. We, we would see applications for, for new um for people who want to apply for it. Amazing. Yep. Good to know. Put yep. it put it in the diary. Yes. And so what's how big can this go? Because obviously, um, as somebody who has been working in retail for in excess of 30 years at this stage, this, this is really important for all the reasons that we've outlined. What are the opportunities to, to grow this partnership? I mean, you know, for, for Champion Green, I suppose with our own, with with Aviva, we would only have a small number of properties that we can give to this. We do have the fiduciary responsibility to our customers, but we can gift, you know, a shop for a short period of time. But then, you know, Champion Green can work with other people, I suppose, to look at ver- various options. And I think a lot of companies at the moment, it is part of their maybe corporate social responsibility that they would look at various initiatives. And you know, for, for us, this worked for us because we're in the, the property fund business, we can do this. So I think it's important that everybody maybe looks and see what in, at their own business model and what they can potentially give back to the community. So I think the learning from this is that it, it's really great. We just looked at what we could provide you know, to the community and this works for us. It's a great par- partnership with 
Kilkenny um, and, you know, they, they've been so good about this and their, their sponsorship of it all and so professional. We're very, very happy to work with them. So if any other companies want to, to work with Kilkenny, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd highly recommend um, it's, it's a way of giving back to the community and one that other, other companies might, might take note of and consider. It's very, very magnanimous of you. And I think the more people who come to the table in a shared yeah. vision, the, the better. And it's it's worth noting as well that you have also, um, you have initiated a gifting program outside of the Champion Green with other community initiatives. Yeah, we do within our, our property fund. You know, we use the, these vacant properties that are vacant maybe for a very short period of time that are used. Maybe they're going to be redeveloped or they're routing them up for sale. So we've actually provided retail units for a Ukrainian for Ukrainian shop on um, Clarendon Street as well. That worked out very well. So people actually donated um, various different goods to to the store there in, in, in Clarendon Street and that opened for about three or four months and was very, very successful. It was hugely important to us to, to give back as, as well to, to the community again on that initiative. Um, we also are giving back to Neurodiversity Ireland. We have a unit in Black Rock Shopping Centre, again, a very short term let over the summer whereby they are doing summer camps for neurodiverse um uh, kids there so it's 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 really you know it's a it's a lovely thing to 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 do there as well and we also are giving back to you know pride month this uh this this month so there is a small unit on Clarendon Street again that we're giving to pride for a short uh, period of time pride Ireland and they're delighted to to go in there as well so it's just you know we have occasionally properties that are vacant and we're we're happy to use those properties it showcases the properties for us as well the units that we're giving to Champion Green uh, you know we plan to rent that out around September time and you know it, rather than having the the unit vacant this is is a win-win for us you know we're showcasing the property and keeping it you know cleared up as well you know that it's not going to property can 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 disintegrate very quickly if if you're not in use it needs life yeah so it's it's great and and you know you have put the call out to other other funds and other property companies but equally if there was a a, you know a a landlord of a single property this is something you know literally approach champion green you know i i definitely see there are there are units out there that could be used for good to promote SMEs to really enliven our towns and villages yeah. because I suppose Dublin is one thing and it's fantastic to have this going here but to get this out into the regions would really make a huge difference. Yeah, it would be great. You know, there's vacant properties and we have to think outside the box really, you know, with, you know, aside from I suppose residential properties which you, the, you, we're always hearing for calls that that they're put to, uh, to other purposes and they're not left vacant and there's a lot of vacant sites around and it holds true for commercial properties as well. So there are properties for various reasons that are not not in use. So thinking outside the box, doing initiatives like this is is can only benefit the community and it doesn't cost, you know, cost very little for, for the landlord to, to, to look at these initiatives. I love it. And and I think, you know, that that sense of being able to enliven uh communities across the length and breadth of Ireland, the knock-on effect of that is huge because when these companies thrive, their communities thrive as well. I mean, there's there's a great stats on you that if you put, you know, if you invest one euro in the local economy, Champion Green will say this, that it's worth, you know, two euros 50 for a local business for the, the, the local economy so or, and for the national economy as well so it's you know by by shopping local by investing in the local community it makes a huge difference i have to ask you about 
um, I suppose the changing face of retail. So uh, my my first job was on Nassau Street in Blarney Woolen Mills. And, right. you know, I, I was folding jumpers when I was still in school. So <laughs> I know this space. Yes. But retail has changed fundamentally, hasn't yes. it? it and, and I think, you know, it's not enough to open the door and expect people to come anymore. Yeah, it's it's really evolved and particularly post covid we've seen what we what we call experiential uh, retail and you see it there on on Grafton Street at the moment the Lego shop there's queues outside it every every day so it's it's really you you go to the shop it's a destination you do something when you you get in there we have the Disney store is actually part of our portfolio uh, as well so um you know, you, you, you're looking at, you, you have to evolve with the times and it's not just enough to have a shop that sells clothes or sells, you know, toys. You, you do have to have that element of, exp- there's an experience when you go there as well. And that's that's how I think shopping is is evolving and, you know, the online uh, presence as well. So as well as this experiential um retail you you do have to have a very good online presence your social media presence is very very important now as well so a lot of people are getting into that space it's very important it promotes your shop it brings people to your your your, your physical store so you have to use a combination of these things it is evolving your 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 social media and your your experiential uh, retail there's no doubt about it you know as 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 somebody who has built a, a few brands it it is that um duty of care of the entrepreneur to you know authentically engage build and serve their community and and no better way to do that than through a physical store absolutely thank you yeah. so much Karina great thank you Sonia This podcast is brought to you by Champion Green, the promotional campaign in support of small business and the local economy. It's backed by Kilkenny Design and Visa in association with Aviva, Retail Excellence, Small Firms Association and Chambers of Commerce Ireland.